welcome back everybody to another episode of inner thoughts podcast where every week we're going to be talking about comics movies tv show pop culture and music or better in terms whatever we're thinking about in the moment this week i'm joined by hey booty john the don john and john i'm also joined by john the don john Brother, you're pressure. not doing anything about it. Let's go record, brothers. Let's hit record, bro. We're doing Joss podcast first. Ready? Let's record. Uh, I don't know which podcast we're doing. You're you're at this point, does it even fucking matter? Uh, I say. Well, none of us have like writer's block. We know what to say. Just fucking do one podcast. So, John, your podcast first? Yes. Whatever you guys want. Yes, yeah, your podcast first. I'm, I'm not gonna say no. no. I just I don't, I don't know what, what podcast you're on. I don't know whose podcast is being on first. Where's your microphone going to be on? Yeah, it is. How is it on? Let's see the video. Cool. Maybe we'll look, look, look at all the shit he's looking for. You know what, John? So what else? What is all the shit that I'm looking for? You just said one thing. You need to relax there, buddy. Brother, what am I doing here? Bro, let's just record. Is Audacity open? Yes. Is your microphone plugged yes. in? Yes. It's recording as we speak. All right. I've been recording for the past 30 minutes. <laughs> There's a lot of... It's going to be a lot of... Uh, you know, audio. Just you guys talking about a little iPhone game. Welcome to Inner Thoughts Podcast. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Inner Thoughts Podcast. That was a nice little intro. Um, sorry for the uh, shitty audio quality uh, last episode. It's a trial and error. So, uh, John, you got your microphone ready? Yeah, it's ready. It's ready? Yeah. All right, let's just clap. One, two, three. Cool. I'm going to just delete that part. So, uh, with that in mind, this week I'm joined by... John the Don. And Georgie Porgy. Cool. Uh, just a quick uh, reminder or whatever, this episode is not sponsored. Uh, no one really cares about us or listening to. But if you want to sponsor us, either John's podcast or my podcast, go right ahead. Or George's podcast. We're in the process of uh, putting something together for George. This is a lie. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, so, anything crazy that happened this weekend for Actually, you guys? I'm so sorry. Can we do my podcast first? Cause what an asshole. No, I'm recording. No, bro, like, I'm recording. This is all going to be... told you, John, nope. your podcast. Bro, don't give a fuck. I just do one podcast, bro. I, I told Dallas I was going to call him in 30 minutes for the interview. Call him. Let's do it on my mind. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I'm not, I'm call Zaz up. This is all going to be on the episode, by the way. I'm not going to delete anything besides I'm not having that. this on the episode. I'm what? Not this this is on my episode. show. What do you mean, oh my god? <laughs> the title of this show is going to be John's Frustration. It is. It, this is everything that goes on behind the scenes of the podcast before we... Culture and Coladas. John, what is on your mind right now? What's so culture and Coladas? Well, John, podcast? I want you to speak your frustration into the mic right now. Do it. I don't want to do this anymore. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm so sorry. I honestly think this is a fan theory that I have about podcasting. Ready? I honestly think Jonathan's just using me 
And then slowly but surely, he has his own podcast by himself, and he doesn't need us anymore. <laughs> and then Jonathan is just like, it's like Howard Stern, but without all the crazy. That's, that's, it's that's... like the crazy hot chicks without uh, the boobs. <laughs> the boobs. So it's just him in a big room. With full a, of testosterone. Full of testosterone everywhere. That's what I think he's planning to do. Because he's asking me a lot of questions for, for responsibility that he's not in charge of. So I'm just kind of like, the fuck? Also, you're a bad host. How are you going to tell someone I'm going to have you on the air in 30 minutes? <laughs> and we've been arguing for 30 minutes saying who show's going first. You caught on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right yeah, so you want to talk about the topics you brought up earlier? Uh, yeah, sure. We could talk so about... So uh, the Grammys was when? This past Sunday. This past Sunday? Okay, cool. Um, so Bruno Mars was the biggest talk of the Grammys. Bruno Mars, I want you to go back to catching grenades. I don't want you to go starting sniffing cocaine off of nobody. You get me? But whatever. But one top but one thing I wanted to, to talk about was how Kendrick Lamar hasn't won album of the year. Yeah, it's insane. And it's been album. like three albums consecutively that he's been nominated for and nothing has gone into that. I mean he's won best rap album. But who else was a part of best rap album? Jay Z. Uh, Jay Z. That's a great album. Yeah, that was a good album. Jay Z. Uh, I like cultures. It's not a rap. I'm more like an ignorant. I feel like it should be a topic for ignorancy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look. culture two was all right. It's okay. I haven't listened such trash. What I haven't are you talking about. Walk it, like I haven't talking. listened. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I didn't what? need to listen. I listened to like two songs, and I knew that thing was trash. Oh, you know what's worse than culture two? Tyler Creator. Nah, no. bro. Flower what? Boy was no. raw. Flower Boy, no, listen, Tyler, the creator, his sound has improved. And his and I feel like he just let go of that whole ego of, like, fuck Christians, fuck religion, I'm the demon type character. You know how he came out with that? And now he's just finding his... Was it the Ozzy Osbourne rap? No, not even. Well, he, he was just, like, very dark. Well, let's be me? honest here. Let's be honest here. Put it into perspective. If you were talking about raping women in today's, like, in t- today, right now, if you were coming out with rap... Talking about raping women. Do you really think you'd get far? I mean, rap and... I mean, not rap, but I mean, rape... Listen, it's women, money, and drugs. No, I yeah. mean, fine, fine. But you're not talking Even about... Even in the golden years of hip-hop. You're not talking about raping women. You're not talking about raping women. You're not talking about... about Basically, just going in and fucking a bitch, even if she's on a period. Like, you're not talking about that. What Do you really think that that would make it in today's society where... It's not, it's not people, a listen... People are still raping out here, even when people are coming out with yeah, allegations. But you, yeah, but that's not because of music. I'm just. It's saying. not because of music, but and if, the allegations are about past things. You can't say like, oh yeah. Like, I know. I'm, I'm telling you, look, in, in in today's society, where you have the Me Too movement and you have the Times Up movement, do you really think that somebody can come out make an album where they're referencing? I mean, violence, whatever. Violence is always gonna. Okay, be but the main concept but, is rape. But if you're talking about rape. Where as a have, commercial artist, no. But as an underground, I'm pretty sure you could have like a few. You're fans. not gonna get anywhere underground. Not any. Listen. You wouldn't know who Todd the Creator is if he just started today, or if he started years ago, and all he's been doing is rapping about raping women. He, he, if, would, he if, wouldn't make it anywhere. Not anywhere, but I just feel like he he's growing as an artist and he's finding his voice. No, I mean it's not finding his voice. I think he's found his voice. I'm just I'm just saying that the only reason why Todd the Creator is relevant. Is because well, not let me not say relevant. The only reason why Tyler the Creator started is because Tyler the Creator was able to uh, do something different. But that difference, that that difference that Tyler he, the Creator made, hear me out. The difference that Tyler the Creator made right now, if he were to come out with some of the same lyrics that he was coming out with, you know, now like he was years ago, 
he would have been completely bashed and he would not have a career. I honestly think that Tyler changed hip hop in one way or the other. No, Straight I mean, up. Oh, yeah. Because he's got a different if, yeah. Like, let's look back at what hip-hop was when we were growing up, like mid-2000s, right? Before the 2010s. It was Lil Wayne, essentially, everywhere. Lil Wayne was this was our generation's Drake. Even in the beginning of the 2010s. And then Drake oh. easily just kind of just yeah, put just himself built, in there. Exactly. So my point is, even Lil Wayne said it, that Tyler changed hip-hop. Because before, you couldn't rap about saying faggot and, like, not how Tyler does it. But Tyler made it cool to do that. Like, Tyler was just like, look, I just want to say stupid shit. And if it gets people angry, whatever. If it doesn't, cool. But he just wants to make music. He, like, lyrically, I don't think he's the greatest. But production-wise, I respect him. And the funny part is, his beats are, like, very, very simple. Because they are. Because they're all presets on, like, synthesizers. They're all, like, very... um, Not so much recent for Cherry Bomb and Flower Boy. But his early works on Bastard and... What was the other one? Wolf? No, not Wolf. That's his third Goblin. Goblin. Bastard and Goblin, you could tell, like, his productions were, like, him just learning how to make music. But it was just coming out good, and people got attention off of it. And then he had, like, a little beef with Hobson. Hobson destroyed him. But look at Tyler, the creator, now. People are still talking about Tyler, not so much Hobson, though. Can you, yeah, can you really say that Hobson won? If... I mean, Hobson, it'll mind Hobson 4 destroy Tyler, the creator. And when them two were coming out, I was more of a Hobson fan. And then out of nowhere, I've been—I have more Tyler the Creator music than Hobson. Well, I mean, like that. that but that's the question I'm asking. Would you? What would about you cons- rape? I'm asking. Would you consider the idea that if you're telling me that Hobson destroyed Tyler the Creator, but Tyler the Creator has more success, are you really saying that Tyler uh, Hobson? You know, really fuck him up like that? No, he didn't really fuck him up as career-wise. Not like 50 Cent and Ja Rule. But if you hear that diss right, he dissed him. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, I'll give him that. He he straight up dissed him. Like, that Illmina Hobson 4 was pretty raw. Because that's when Tyler was popping with the Yonkers. And, like, Wolfgang was becoming a thing. And Wolfgang was also branching out with Earl Sweatshirt and Frank Ocean. And everyone part of that crew. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But... To answer your original question, commercial-wise, no, but underground, maybe. Who knows? I, I just don't think you make it anywhere. I mean, who, look. Who look. knows? You don't know. Cause no, I, I dude. You, if you put, the only listen. Reason, the only reason why you would make it anywhere is because people are talking shit about you and, you know, you're probably, you know, if you're relevant enough. If you're relevant enough. Listen, what French Montana says about, like, smacking bitches up. Of course, in a day-to-day normal conversation, if you randomly walk up to a bitch and you smack her, everyone's going to look at you like, what the fuck? But if there's a Metro Boomin beat behind it, and all this, better better scenario. What, what was that Rick Ross, uh, Rick Ross verse? The, I put something in a drink, she didn't even know it? Yes. That's rape culture, but, and we're rapping that in the clubs and in our car. I, but if, as one, long as there's a Metro Boomin beat behind look, it, we're going to be like, yeah, I put that shit in yeah, her drink. But you got to realize that was that came out a few years ago. Okay, that, but that's not in the clubs anymore. Just that's be, not anywhere anymore. You don't hear that song anymore. John, look at me in the eyes. You don't hear John, that no, song. Okay. okay, when was the last time that you went to a club? Not pretty long ago, but but even then the clubs I go. go to don't even play hip hop. But that's irrelevant. There you go. Okay, no but I'm you. telling you for a day to day person. If you're out in the club and you're hanging out with your boys or with your girlfriends, or clubs just, don't play it, so you can't use. Just that. listen to the goddamn scenario I'm first, saying, and maybe say, you can tell me something. No, George, you're in the club with your friends. <laughs> they're no playing this. That. 
They're playing. You're not the fucking DJ in this scenario. There's this no scena- club that plays that though. Okay, I haven't it- heard that in years. All right, because it's not that hot right now. Okay, it's when, not. When, okay exactly. but when did it come? Okay, out? okay, okay, okay. So you just said it. It's not that hot right now. Yeah. Okay. If it came out that Rick Ross and all those people made a song, and that was one of the lyrics in the song, today, like right now, January thirty first, twenty eighteen, it comes out on a Friday, but we're recording on a Wednesday. The thirty. You just ruined the magic. If it came out, if it came out, that song. They they would get backlash. That's what I'm saying. But that's because they're relevant enough. They're like Rick Ross is still big. French Montana is still big. Future's still big. They're all there. You can't. If Tyler the Creator is where he is now and says, "Damn, let me stick back to my roots. Let me go to what I started rapping about. Let me go to what made me Tyler the Creator." He would get backlash, and there would of be course people. He... There would be so many people talking so much shit about him. He's not gonna be the same artist. Like it's not. It's not. It's not relevant. You can't. Bro, I'm telling you, look, in the 1950s, domestic abuse was something that happened. Normal. And it also was on TV. In every honeymoon. household. And it was on TV. It was a normal. It, 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 was, it was definitely normal. It was definitely normal. Now, you hear domestic abuse with a celebrity, and that right there is probably the end of their career. It's not the same thing, bro. You're telling me you're telling me the whole thing about Rick Ross and his song and this, this, and that, and I get it. But that song didn't come out this past month, or not even this past month. In the past six months, where all these like articles have came out. All right, I get that, but you didn't let me explain my original scenario. Go for it. Go for it. You guys are at the club, and that verse comes on, and you've had a few drinks in you, so you're feeling good, and you're just rapping along. Every beat you hear in the song, you're just like. Oh, like that. You get me? You're just hyped to hear songs back to back. And you're just in the mood. And that part comes on. You telling me you're not going to rap that shit out loud? You drunk self is going to be like, wait, wait, I respect the women. I respect it. You're not going to be like, I put something in your drink. She didn't even know it. Not in the club because they don't play it in the club. Okay, goddammit. <laughs> George, answer to that scenario. No, um, which reminds me of um, <laughs> Excuse me, I got to go to the chess club. You ain't got no chess to go to the club. <laughs> And Josh was laughing. I did this guy. I'm sorry, but yeah. Let's... Um, I yeah. I mean, when Little Wayne was popping, I was singing "Sky's the Limit" at like 11 years old, 12 years old. I didn't even know what the hell that meant. It was just good. Well, so, I'm just saying, like now. No, you... he's asking now. He's asking. You're in the club. Like 22 years old singing that song. I honestly don't know. But you're in. You're just like people saying Gucci Gang, Gucci. Okay, Gang. you see, he's 22 years old, and he's even saying I don't know because okay. of what it says. Okay, but I'm saying, all right, that's us in a room. But people in the club who are raping people or just in general, day-to-day yes, rapists, yes, are probably going yes, to still say that shit yes, out loud. fine. But if you were taught, if you, okay, you're in the club, right? They play the song. You sing the song. You come out to smoke a quick cigarette and you tell them, wow, if you realize to yourself, wow, I just sang a song that basically promoted date rape. Also, when that song came out, everyone was still talking about it. No Bill one was hush hush about Cosby it. Bill Cosby didn't even do anything at that point yet. What's that song called? Rick Ross. What? You don't even know it. Maybe? You don't yeah, even know it. Yeah, you don't even know it. You ain't know. Yeah. It's you. Oh, yeah, oh, I, got you it, I got it. I got it here. I got it here. I'm telling you. But whatever. It came out 2014, four fucking years ago. All right, and, and, and that, four that, years ago, rape culture was popping, probably. It's oh my god, it's not that rape culture was popping. It's that things like that 
went unnoticed. Like it didn't matter at that point. Like, like it, it just was, like well, that was the year of like the heat, right? Still, yeah. Like, we, like, heat, like, we had the heat going on. We saw Drake like loving the heat, so Drake was a big deal. I think it's the one where like nothing yeah, was the same came dude, out. 2014 was such a different year. Exactly, and rape culture was popping, and no oh one was talking God. about it. Okay, okay, 2014. What other rape culture was popping in 2014? I don't know, but no one really then gave you a. You can't f- say that rape culture was popping. If, All right, if rape culture's like, popping now, with the Me Too movement. It's, yeah, you could say that. All right, fine. That- 2017, 2018, welcome to the rape culture. That's going to be the title of this episode. Welcome to the rape culture. Slash John's uh, frustration. Exactly. Um, Look at that. Earlier sexual assault allegations against Cosby became more public after an October 2014 accusation as part of an onstage performance by comedian Hannibal Burst yeah. drew attention. So, all right, all right. Before, but before you continue, can we all agree then? Before October twenty fourteen, people were cool with rape. Then it's not that they were people cool were with cool rape with rape. Then, then. that's what that, it sounds like. It's, it's not, not, it's not people were, were cool I'm with rape. Not, who's saying that they were cool with rape? Like I'm not saying I'm cool with rape. No, I'm but the media that, itself, no one I'm really saying, gave a no, fuck. I'm asking who's saying that they're cool with rape, dude. It's not that they're cool with rape. It's just, dude, like, things like that went unnoticed, and it, it just didn't, it, it, you know, like, that little line, it, even on Twitter, you could see people making jokes like, okay, that's, you know, that's kind of rapey, but whatever. You can't say that now because of what's happening now. Like, you can't say that. You, you just, it, it's not a, I'm telling you, that kind of stuff, like, if that were to come out in a song, people would, there would be backlash, and you probably. And I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm agreeing with you. Apparently not, and you oh, rape culture's popping now. It is popping. It's on lo- all over the media. John, you telling me right now? Besides okay, the state okay, of the so you, wait, wait, wait. So you're agreeing with me? I I've never was. I wasn't disagreeing with you at all. So tell me what you were telling me about Todd the Creator. That if he was popping now with the whole rape thing. Maybe some people. I said it commercially. No. Underground, maybe. Who no, knows? not even underground. The only reason why he you don't run, know that the only reason why Tyler the Creator. Let's let's put out a rape concept album. No, you and I will start making hip hop. The only beats. reason why Tyler the Creator would garner any sort of attention as a as an artist, whether it's underground or commercial, singing about the same thing that he was talking about a few years ago, is because somebody is bashing him and his art. All right. And I'm not saying that talking about rape is art. I'm saying that music is art. And somebody's bashing his art. It's basically saying that if you're a fucking Van Gogh and you're uh, painting a fucking artist raping somebody or, you know, somebody raping somebody in a time where the time where everybody's sensitive right now because of what's happening and because of all the celebrities that are coming out with this, you're not going to have the same kind of attention that you would have if you just were, were good Without that kind of attention, like without that kind of topic, without speaking about those kind of topic areas, like yo, like if Tyler the Creator came out right now with an album, and uh, and um, I will I will repeat myself again, if Tyler the Creator were to come out with an album talking about the same exact shit that he started talking about in 2010 and 11, where he came out with Bastard and Goblin, I'm telling you, he would not make it. And if he were to make it, if there were to be some sort of spike in his views and his listens. That would be because people are talking shit about him and people are literally just bashing on his on his work. And Reddit makes a thousand and one memes. Exactly. Like, like literally there'll be memes on like this guy's albums. Alright, with that in mind, what else got nominated, George? Uh I know Kendrick Lamar won two. Uh best, He won a few. He won two uh Best Rap Song Performance, uh Loyalty with, with Rihanna. 
That was a winner. And best rap song, Humble. But what else? Oh, yeah. Well, so it was Humble. What else got nominated for best hip-hop album? Oh, hip-hop album songs. The album, it was, it was 444. <laughs> right good Daisy. album. That was a good album. Culture, right. Migos. It was a good album. But it was, it was like 12 songs, 14 songs, I think. Yeah, something like that. They all sound similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't Lila's Wisdom. Never heard of it. Same. Uh, Flower Boy, Tyler Creator. Tyler, we were just talking yep. about. And the winner was Damn, Kendrick Lamar. Jay, this is my uh, quick thought about it. Jay Z's album was a great confession album, and uh, uh, to charge your phone, uh, Jay's album was like pretty good. Uh, more like a grown up album. You get me? He's a grown man, so not like popping bills like Migos and Culture, but but that in mind, is the Grammys really noticing like mumble rap as an art craft? Um, to get high prestige awards, they are, but I don't think it comes. I don't think they. I think it's just going to be Migos in future. I don't think every other rapper who follows will probably get nominated, but who knows? Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think they take it seriously. I mean, so views yeah. wasn't up there, or like? Nah, views came out twenty sixteen. Yeah, I think no, it would be more life now. More life. Yeah. More life, more everything. But more life was like an EP or some shit. That was an album. Yeah, that was an album. It didn't feel like an album. Felt like whatever. Felt like a bunch of. The only good project Drake has is uh, if you're reading lists, you're too late. That was the, that's the only good Drake project I like. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about because Take Care was amazing. Take yeah, Care, Take Care was, was the best album. Take Care was trash. Take Care was trash, man. I'm sorry. That's why I fell off of Drake. When I heard Drake for the first time, I was like, all right, this guy is dope. I like his style and all this. And then I heard uh, Thank Me Later, and I was pretty hyped. I was like, damn, yo, like. This guy goes in, and he has, like, great features already with Kanye, with Forever, and Eminem. It's like, damn, this guy's, like, really making a name for, for hip-hop. Yeah, take take care. Up. No, all right, this is my theory about Drake. When I heard Drake, he was dope. Thank Me Later was good. And then I heard all the commercial hits that he was promoting for Take Care, and I was like, all right, I get it, I get it, it's nice. And then Take Care dropped, and it's literally the same tracks, back-to-back, but in different style of hip-hop. What are you Dang, take man. care to me was boring, bro. There was everything in take care. All right, care. listen, if that's your opinion about take care and you like it, great. But just know that your opinion is wrong. And take care for me was boring. Wow, I've never heard that one before. I got bored with take care. I've never heard that one before. Because I anyway. say it every day. Yeah, no, definitely you. Um, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about because take care had a little bit of everything. It had uh, had a rap, R&B. Yeah, so. Had yeah. Rihanna, had for the me, weekend. I found had Kendrick, it Kendrick, literally young Kendrick. I, like, I get on. that. Every album around that time had young kendrick asap had young kendrick with what uh with one train and one train uh, was a little, no and fucking problems what are you talking about dude that was yeah. already, that was not young kendrick that was good kid mad city kendrick that was already established kendrick at that point take care was like section 80 kendrick that's young kendrick Come i on, say bro. overly dedicated is young kendrick no section so then you're telling me that one train which was already like past good kid mad city is young kendrick too Nah. You literally just said that. Because ASAP's album came out first, right? And then Good Kid? No, man. Good Kid and then it was ASAP. My timeline is blurry. Literally, I'm pretty sure Section 80 had came out before ASAP came out with uh, with his mixtape. With his mixtape. Yeah, that, yeah. That is true. Then. But whatever. I'm just saying, dude. What are you saying? Drake's Take Care album is one of the best albums, like, in this decade. Underground Kings. Dude, 
Thank you. Not even, son. <laughs> Underground Kings? The one with Rick Ross, um... Uh, Lord Knows? Lord Knows. Oh, hell Bro. yeah, fucking right. That's just a great Hell yeah, fucking right. That still bumps? Well, it doesn't bump. I, I think uh, Headlines is still pretty good. Is it called Headlines? 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 Yeah, Headlines. This is amazing. You had a... Uh, Shot For Me was the most emotional fucking song. Shot For Me, bro. But no, where, no, where no, your no, feelings? No, the most good. emotional one was... Uh, Marvin's Room. No, Marvin, yeah, yeah, not yeah. even, bro. The most emotional fucking song from Take Care... Was Take Care was, with uh, Rihanna. Get the fuck nah, out nah, of nah. here. Nah, that is a song. I, I, that's one of my favorites. Bro, Doing It Wrong. Was oh like the one that was like, bro, that shit was on everybody's MySpace <laughs> fucking page, son. That shit was like, Damn, that yeah, right that there was, was yes. Oh, and there was one. Dude, the real her with Andre Three Stacks. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, bro. How are you going to tell me that Take Care was not a good album? Take Care was boring for me. God. That's because you never listened to it. You never listened to it. Underground Kings was awesome. Like, it literally had R&B and rap, and it was great. And everyone started so young. Everyone was like, so young. Like, every one of those songs were slappers. Not all of them. I'm not gonna say all of them, but most of those songs were slappers. Man. Nothing was the same. Was a little bit better. Nothing was the same. Was dope too, bro. Nothing was the same. But I, I'm sorry. Take care is number one. Yeah, take care is number one. Take care is number one. Nah, if you're reading this, it's too late. It's pretty raw. Not even. It's because I like rapping Drake. I don't like R&B Drake. Mm. Drake was R&B, I think. Was he? No, he was. Like, he was more like R&B, like the soft Drake. He was like a hybrid. Yeah, like, he was more R&B and the emotional Drake than Drake now. Like, people, when he was going at Meek Mill, that's when I thought, like, Meek Mill was going to take it. And then, but Drake came out with bars, and he did hip-hop. Dude, what are you talking about, bro? Drake has always been a rapper. No, he's a grossy. Yeah, he's always been a rapper, listen, listen, son. I'm not... Look, look, in his, look. In his early, the only reason why... Early because stuff, he came out, he came out with the best I ever had, which was like, okay... But then if you listen to his mixtape, which is, that's, look. Thank Me Later was good. Best Thank I ever had. No, not even Thank Me Later. It was, uh, what was it? It was his mixtape, man. It was, uh, it was Drake's mixtape. Oh, the one. Was it Four From Over or something? The one where he's standing in front of, like, fall leaves in, like, in a, in a park or some shit. That one? I think that was one of the mixtapes. I just never, I, I don't remember that one too much. Um. Nah, I this too. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, um, I'm talking about, let me see, it should be here. Uh, so far gone. So far, yeah. So best I ever had. Put Drake on the map. All right. No, you're talking about yeah, this. And so season. far gone. Oh. Like yo, I'm going in the calm fear. Like yo, those songs were like legit. Like Drake rapping. It was a young Drake rapping. It was 2009. Then he came out with Thank Me Later, and Thank Me Later had shit like Over, which Over was Over is amazing. All right. Which Fancy? one's Over again? Oh, uh, I know way too many people here right now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Over was dope. Fancy, which was a fucking slapper. Oh, yeah. Fancy was a slapper for a great. while. I love... I still like Fancy. Miss Me? Oh, my God. That's the greatest in my favorite songs, too. Another one. Another great. Miss Me? Find Your Love? Oh, yeah. Oh, find, find Your Love? Find my Your Love was wrong. That, my beat, friend. that beat is insane. And then he came He came out with a fucking piece of art, which was Take Care. Take Care was dope. You know what's another great album, but it's not him, but it's a duo album? What a Time to Be Alive. I know, man. That what? Was, nah, I love that, that album. I didn't like it. Nah, no way. Nah. Plastic bag. It was way too much. It was way too much. Big rings. Thing. Plastic bag was good. Jumpman, of course, was like the hit. Yeah, Jumpman got with. overplayed for me. The you know, Dash, you know it's a great, a great uh, duet album that no one talks about Diamond, much. Diamond, the dancing diamonds, diamonds dancing. That one was. Diamonds are forever. <laughs> diamonds dancing, bro. Diamonds. I forgot diamonds dancing. Yeah, right? that one was the one song that I liked. A duet album that. 
goes on notice a lot is Bad Meets Evil. That's a good album. Um, I like. Uh, look, I love Eminem, and I don't think anybody here can question that. I love Eminem. The Bad Meets Evil. Uh, it was alright. Uh, I liked a few songs. Uh, Fast Lane got overplayed for me. Oh yeah, of course. But like Echo. But like the intro, yeah, the intro was up. Echo, Welcome to Hell. When they're going at each other, like when Royce and M are going at each other, it's it's. It's art. Well, it's the original, the, the original song "Bad Meets Evil" was, was amazing. Oh yeah, from his Eminem first yeah, album, the Slim amazing. Shady LP. Look at that! I have. But uh, speaking mm-hmm. about Eminem and albums, real quick, his latest album was okay. Revival. I didn't. I never really cared for it. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, I found myself skipping through a few songs because I kind of felt my like I kind of like heard him adapting a little bit too much. So I didn't really care for it. You know, like some of the the things that he was trying to do. Um, the uh, what's the 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 one song? Unforgettable or or some shit like that. Yeah. The guitar one. Um, Untouchable. Yeah. See, Untouchable was dope. Uh, cause I kind of like felt like a little bit of like an old Slim Shady thing. Uh, Believe was. Walk like, on Water was whack. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty whack. Like that was like I heard that song and I'm like, all right, whatever. It was so soft. Like beyond the fact that he had Beyonce on it was oh. pretty great. But, nah, man. I don't know. That I feel like that was a waste of a Beyonce collab. I don't know. I just feel like he, um, you know, he's still, he's never gonna go back to old M, and I feel like he's taking on this new, like this new pro, like this new. He's taking on this new culture and like the whole like mumble rap thing with the flow and stuff like that. And it's it, not his style. It, it's not his style. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. His style. like recovery. The thing that was good about recovery was the fact that man, like this was the first time we've heard Eminem sound. Like Eminem. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the first time we sound... We nah, Eminem. Eminem came back on Recovery. Relapse yeah, yeah. is personally one of my favorite albums. Because I just like the whole concept of him trying to get back into his groove. And, like, so he just came out with, like, this serial killer album. I don't know. I had I had a lot of fun with that album. But he said it himself. He hates Relapse and Recovery is him trying to be become hip-hop again. The trying way, to rap see, again. Here's, here's one of the justifications that I find for, for Eminem to be one of the best... If not the best rapper of all time, at least top two. All right, this is why. Because if you look at the Eminem show and you look at Encore and you look at the real Slim Shady, uh, the Slim Shady LP, and uh, the Marshall Mathers LP, that guy made those albums, which are some of my favorite albums ever, and th- those albums were you know legit like rap uh, royalty, and he made them while he was doing drugs. So if more you can do no, that, like more. Dude, come on. More on Eminem show and then Encore. Encore, that's when he was like full out, full drugged blown. out. And I fucking, I love the Encore. Right, Encore now. is alright. What? I don't go to, listen, listen, listen. I can't rank my Eminem albums. Cause, I like Encore a lot. Because <laughs> with Eminem albums, you're in a mood. You get me? If, I, if I'm in the mood to kill my baby mama and like prove the world I'm worth it, you play the first album. And if you're trying to go loud mouth and say I don't give a fuck about anyone, you play the second album. Look, third album is more him trying to become mature, and but he's still still trying to be young, with the Eminem show because he got way too personal on that album. But encore, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's bad, I'm not saying it's trash, but it just doesn't, doesn't call my attention as I much as the other albums. Look, Evil Deeds, amazing. Uh, Never enough with Fifty Cent and Nate Dogg, rest in peace, amazing. Toy Soldiers, amazing. All right. Rain that music Man? video trips me out. I'm Rain hold on, hold on. Rain Man? Rain Man? Like, George, how much do I love Rain Man? No, no, yeah, don't. 
I can rap it's crazy. every single word beginning from the 10th track, which is Rain Man, all the way to the 11th track, which is Big Weenie. Okay? So you, so you know two tracks by memory. Literally, back to back. <laughs> Just Lose It? Come on, bro. We all knew growing up that Just Lose It was the shit. Ass like that? Mockingbird? Like, yo, come on. Like, you don't the give that. you shake you it. <laughs> I can't believe it. i never seen an ass like that. that. You don't give that <laughs> album enough credit, bro. I'm telling you, that album's amazing. Listen, I like it. I don't hate it. I enjoy the album, but I don't go to it as much as I should. That's all I'm saying. Now, that, that album's way better than Revival, though. That's all I'm oh, saying. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a well, pure fact, yeah. No, I realize Eminem is kind of just the hard way of saying you were all growing up, so. What? Eminem's just like a way of saying you know, how he slowly, he's, he has his drug addict. He was young. Mm-hmm. He was young doing all this. But little by little, as he got progressively, I guess I had to say it's like not as good as he was, so worse. You guys like, yeah, like I'm growing up. Like, I'm not the same. Nah, I feel like I he should have stopped with the Marshall Mathers LP too. And to me, that kind of hurt me a lot because I, I don't know if I overhyped it myself or it was overhyped in general because of that name. But when I heard it, I was kind of like, uh, uh, you get me? Like, there's not a lot. Like, I skip a lot on that. Kind of like Batman v Superman. It's very overhyped. Yeah. Like, eh. No, nah, I was just disappointed in Batman vs. Superman. I wasn't it. disappointed with this. This album, I feel like he could have... I feel like I get it why he named it Marshall Mathers LP 2 because of all the references he did throughout each song. But, nah. If you're, going, if you're going to name it something like that of a great album, he should have came up with a different concept. The thing with Batman vs. Superman, and I hate to like completely spiral into another topic, is that uh, Batman vs. Superman really had uh, it, it had the marketing. The marketing it had the perfect it had marketing. the marketing. It had the Snapchat like, lens. The way that, yeah, the way that you market a movie is the the way that you should market a movie is the way that Batman vs. Superman was marketed. Because think about it. Was it was just, it, they didn't deliver. DC just didn't deliver. And that was the start of DC not delivering because then we saw Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad wasn't that good. And then we now have Justice League where Justice League meh. so many mixed reviews. Yeah, you get meh. You get, oh, it was good. And, you know, that that's basically it. But that's not what you want from DC. I'm a huge comic book fan. And, Same here. <laughs> and, uh, name five sh- songs. Name five songs? I got you. Mockingbird. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but with Batman vs. Superman, it all started with Man of Steel, right? That's what started Man of Steel the- was number one. Yeah, that's what started the whole universe. Not a lot of people talk about it, but it started the whole universe. I fell in love with Man of Steel. John is pulling out your... What are you doing? Nothing. I'm untangling my earphones, dude. Let me do it. Uh, Man, Man of Steel was uh, this, the my one that started... Uh, John, take off your shirt. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do this shirtless. <laughs> okay, so Man of Steel was pretty much your favorite. But why is Man of Steel your favorite, though? Like, what, what, what were like, little details that you saw? Like, damn. Like, like, those movies were the only good movies, Like Man of Steel, in my opinion. Like, the Superman movies, those movies were the only good movies. No, but what do you think? It was just one. It was just Man well, of Steel. Steel one. But yeah. Then, yeah, you started to one prior to it, which... The Superman Returns? Is it Henry Cavill? Yeah. yeah like, no, Henry Cavill was Man of Steel. The one Are there two Superman movies? No, well, there was just one. Well, th- essentially, Batman vs. Superman 2 technically, is technically yeah, a sequel to Man two. of Steel. There's no, only there's only one. It's Man of Steel, and then Batman vs. Superman. Justice League. And ju- no, uh, Suicide Squad, yeah, Wonder Woman, and now Justice League. Yeah. What? Yeah, there, okay. there was a Superman movie before, but that was like really bad. You, know, you remember the, yeah, the bullet Superman to the Return. eye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the movie we're talking about. Okay, well, see, that's the thing. The the Man of Steel, that's like the best movie DC's come out with in the past, like, 10 years. Yeah, you can say that. Wonder Woman. Okay, for this universe, for this universe. Okay, I have not seen What about the trilogy? Uh, what's the guy? Patrick. Patrick. 
Christopher Reeve. Oh, Christian Bale. Oh, oh. Well, yeah, but I mean that that that's right. Was it considered as DC? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even it, though it's it, not part of the same like. Oh, it's universe? not part of the universe. Yeah, of course I consider it DC because he is a DC comic book character. But with the only thing I have about Christian Bale, he was too skinny. I liked him in Batman Begins. I love the Dark Knight. I love the Dark Knight. Dude, those Dark Knight, the Dark Knight movies were amazing. Dark Knight was amazing. That's but, my favorite super. But hold on. But from Dark Knight and then Dark Knight Returns, Christian Bale went too skinny. And I get the direction what uh, Christopher Nolan wanted to make it more realistic. I don't, And then for him to lose weight so he could be more movable in his suit. That's why they cut him down. But I don't know. I feel like they cut him down way too much. And if you saw Batman just wearing that suit and you don't know who Batman is, I'm pretty sure you could look at him and be like, I could take him. You could take him, George. Yeah, I'm pretty, I mean... You could take off if you, bulky. yeah, you're pretty bulky, and if you just saw Batman running across, like a Christian Bale Batman from like the last movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. not Batman but, Begins. But, no, 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 Batman Begins, bro, that guy was huge. Yeah, he was, was massive. He was 220 pounds of, of like, muscle, of muscle, like, yeah. a little bit of fat, obviously, but like, bro, he had a lot yeah, of but, muscle. Then. But the thing with those movies is, remember the the Dark Knight series? It's kind of uh, it's supposed to be a little more realistic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's oh yeah, you just said that. I literally yeah. said that. I know, I know, I know. And I understand that you're trying to say that he was a little bit too skinny. You gotta admit, that man was ripped. Oh yeah, that man the last movie. Ripped. In the last movie, when he when he fell into the hole, he, and he did those sit ups and push ups and all that to like until he climbed all the way to the top of the hole. I don't I don't want to get into detail about the, the third movie because I went off when I saw it and Listen. I don't want to bring back bad memories. <laughs> but it's okay. Listen, all right. Uh, in the first movie of the trilogy, right, where Christian Bale, Batman, Batman begins. Best, Batman way. begins, right. I think that's his best look. Okay. I, I like Batman the suit. Begins. Hold up. I like the suit. I like how um, dark it is and blacked out. Um, doesn't go straight to the story either. It doesn't go the, oh, I lost my parents. No, it kind of just gives like a, yeah, like a, like a, like a, like a teaser. Yeah. Then it goes from to, um, to the to the poverty to, side of Gotham. Where he's yeah. talking to like bad guys, major crime lords. And he's just trying to kill, um, what's this guy? Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Man. No, not Qui-Gon Jinn. Not Qui-Gon Jinn. Not Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Joe Chill is the one who killed his parents in the comics, but uh, they're blame. But in the movie, Batman Begins, they're putting. Huh? Who's this guy? He um, he's the old guy, and then uh, that's where Batman gets introduced in the shipment scene where he starts. Oh, to, you know the gangster, who I'm talking? The, the, the yeah, gangster, um, what's his name? I forget. I forget. Um, was it Kingpin? No, not Kingpin. No, that's no, no. that's Marvel. That's Marvel. Um, Falcone. Falcone. There we Falcone. go. Boom. Yeah, fuck yeah. with me. There Let's you go. go. Falcone. Yeah. Oh, uh, what the fuck was I going? Oh to yeah, it's losing the Falcone because his parents died. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Oh, and much then it. Scarecrow is the one that has yeah. to go into. Oh, Scarecrow yeah. is very underrated. Scarecrow? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's very, very underrated. underrated. He is. That's if you were to go through that shit, like regular average person, me, boy, well, shit myself. Don't yeah, do that. yeah. Like, I shit myself. My bad, favorite bro. scene off of that movie is when Scarecrow takes his own toxins because Batman aimed it at his face. Because Batman aimed it at his face, and then um, Scarecrow sees Batman trippy, and there's like liquid, yeah. like, this black yeah. ball, liquid coming out of his mouth. I was like, man, that's so badass. Dude. And that's when you know this is gonna be a great trilogy. <laughs> and then Dark Knight came out and Heath Ledger Heath Le- fucking rest in, peace, the legend, rest in peace to the legend the legend fucking took that movie and flipped it on his goddamn head that movie is awesome I could I watched that movie like I, 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 I love how they teased it in the, in the ending of Batman Begins 
when uh, when oh yeah with the Joker the card yeah dude that was awesome but bro. a lot of people you was coming bro. like no just way. like how was it but going home and then Heath Ledger uh Heath Ledger turned down the role for the Joker first oh yeah when Christopher Nolan came out before Batman Begins came out he was like hey look I have this idea I want you to be Joker and uh-huh. Heath Ledger was like I can't outdo Jack Nicholson I can't. I'm sorry. I don't know what your Batman's going to be, but he told him straight up, I can't do your and Joker. And then Jack Nicholson has to talk to him. No. He, no, that was later. When he that was later. later on, right? Oh, when he and then the movie out. came out. Heath Ledger fell in love with the style and the theme of it, and then he was like, okay, I want to do it. And then he got in talks with Jack Nicholson. They talked. And, and I remember I remember on like, a small, like, uh, I read it somewhere like, on like Facebook, and it was like, he warned him, like, this role isn't like something you no just get into. Role. Like, you, you study and you become it. And then... There's a documentary. Yeah, there's a documentary about the yeah, Heath Ledger. I, I saw it like on. Like I, I yeah, I saw clips on online. I want to see it. It looks really good. But yeah, bro, I get bored of movies sometimes. There's a there's a few movies in my childhood that I could watch over and over, and I don't. Like Star Wars. Star Wars, Bad Boys, Men in Black, uh, Back to the Future. Like, there's a good amount of movies that I could watch over and over, and I won't get bored of. But Dark Knight. Yeah, I think forever. Bro, I, I could watch it right now, and once it's done, I could play it from the beginning, and I won't get bored. And it yeah. feels like I'm watching it for the first time. And there's so much shit that I miss from the first time I saw it. But um, there's a scene, you know, from the bank scene, where Joker's henchman is like, one is uh, from the roof across, and the other one is, uh, what What were you doing? Hey, oh, the group oh, yeah, yeah. So John just showed us a picture of Jack Nicholson. Signing uh, he's ledger, <laughs> he's ledger. He's ledger. Well, it wasn't signing it. You just looked at him with the face. It said it's fine. Um, but there's a scene where he, uh, where he, uh, Joker's henchmen are like doing their own part of the bank heist. Like once on top of a building. Oh, he's the whole henchman. Yeah, and like you see each person doing their own thing, and they slowly kill each other. My favorite part is when they're at the vault, and the two henchmen are like, "Yeah, Joker says to take out one of us one by one, so when we get closer to the money." And then the other guy's like, funny, Joker told me the same thing. And he aims a gun at him and he goes, no! My friends and I always crack up at that and be like, Robert, I went to your wedding! And like, he gets <laughs> killed and shit. But Dark Knight Rises, uh, okay. It's okay. Coming from the Heath Ledger Joker, Dark Knight. Oh yeah, it's hard to beat that. And then Dark Knight, right? Eh. Hard to beat that. Bang, okay, but Bang Man good. of Steel, like we just super came, we like super like geeked hard as fuck on. Oh yeah, Batman. Man of Steel. Go back to your Man of Steel topic. Like, it's one of your oh. favorite Superman movies, and I, I, I was I, asking why. Like, what, what details do you see that you're like? Damn. I liked the uh, childhood aspect of him trying to grow and understand his powers more. Oh, yeah, like that scene where he's in the he's in the yeah, closet and he's like, I can't hold it, and he's like, Oh, just focus on my voice. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll like, like that. And his father, Jonathan Kent, telling him not to use his powers and pretty much don't become Superman because the world is not ready for Superman. Those small moments I really enjoyed. Uh, one moment where I was kind of like the fuck, but I say this just to be funny. Superman's from a different planet, right? Mm-hmm. Superman is literally Superman. Mm-hmm. Superman can't get penetrated by bullets or get stabbed because he's what? The Man of Steel, right? Yeah. yeah. In the trailer and in the movie, you see Superman running and he has a beard because he's hiding. And then in the next scene or trailer part, he doesn't have oh, his beard. Okay. So my question is, what type of razor blades did he find on Earth? To shave his fucking beard off. Well, I mean, come on, bro. You come on, no, come on. It's Superman here. Are you if ta- Superman wanted to get a tape tomorrow, he could get a tape. Tomorrow, I highly right? doubt he could get a tape tomorrow. But Henry Cavill has a receding hairline, so no tape. 
<laughs> but that's Henry Cavill. We're talking about Superman here. If Superman was on this earth right now, what razor blade did he find to cut off his beard? I mean, bro, it's just hair. It's not like a skin. It's not yeah. a skin follicle. I'm pretty sure you could go bald. So you don't, know, you don't know how he did it? There's like a little... It's. I'm pretty sure it's fake or something, but this is what I heard. That he just aims in a mirror... And he does the 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 eye beam thing, and he shaves by himself. He shaves <laughs> yeah, his hair right. like that. But that was a question that I thought you guys would figure out. But no, yeah, no, that's, that's what part I liked. Uh, I love the little Easter eggs around the movie itself with the Batman logos and other superheroes and other comic book characters that got like mentioned here and there. Um, who's? But Lois Lane was okay. Amy Adams did good. The guy who does uh, Perry White, um, what's his name? He's in NCIS. He's he's in Matrix, the the black guy in Matrix. Oh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. You know his daughter does porn? Yeah, that was old. that's old. Dude. Proud father. That's really old. There should be like a hashtag, like hashtag inner thoughts. Uh, hashtag hashtag I, don't know, I don't know if she's done pornography, like porn, porn, porn. Yeah, but she I has. Remember, I remember that... Um, I remember that she had a video come out and that they were making a big deal about it, but I don't know if she kept on with it. Point is, I just found it funny that Lauren Fishburne was playing a character called Barry uh, Perry White. I think that's his name. I'm gonna I'm gonna see. But other than that, I really enjoyed the movie. I didn't understand why it got so much flock for it, and then they saw and then they put out the trailer for Batman versus Superman. And I, including a bunch of other nerds, lost their fucking shit. When we saw the Batman crowd facing over the Superman logo and the Comic Con, and then they announced Ben Affleck, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go against this because when Heath Ledger got announced as playing the Joker, everyone did the same shit. How are you going to put this guy as the Joker? He can't be the Joker. He's not menacing at all. He just finished doing Brokeback Mountain. Was like one of his last movies before. Oh, Jared. Yeah. Um, no, not Jared. Um, Heath Ledger. Oh, Jared. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Let me not go against this. Maybe the studios and Warner Brothers see something that we don't see, obviously. You know, I've never seen that movie. <clears throat> Rock Mountain. Mountain. Yeah. I, I really consider you gay if you did. I think the gay people, 2018, I love gay people. <laughs> yeah. But 2014, George thought you were gay. <sighs> yeah, and bumped in Tyler, the creator. Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, and then it, the movie dropped, and so did my heart. And the movie was bad. That movie was bad. Just I just didn't have a good time with it. I did, and sometimes I didn't. That's why I said did, but yeah, it's um, it's okay. The fight scene was amazing. That's oh, the yeah, only yeah. that's the only thing I cared about. I was like, I just hope to God, their fighting scene is somewhat accurate or somewhat with, with, great. Um, with Justice League, there was, since there was a lot of action. I think that's why you get a. I think that's why I gave a meh reaction. There's a lot of action, and action's really good. Here's one thing that I liked. No, one thing I really critiqued about Justice League. Uh, when Superman goes against uh, General Zod, the whole fucking metropolis gets destroyed, right? Yeah, Batman, and Batman like running across. And then you have Batman versus Superman, the second movie, destroy an island that no one was in because with Doomsday is there, right? So now you're in a populated metropolis where the statue of Superman was, and it got destroyed. And there's what five superheroes versus one Superman? So it's Flash, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Four or five of them. Four. Pretty much everyone besides Batman going against Superman. Uh, now, one fucking building or anything got destroyed. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. This. I mean, there wasn't. Um, 
You get what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah, but like, I, I feel like there wasn't like much. There wasn't enough action for to be damage. As you saw, like it kind of just like all surrounded him one by one. Yeah, I know. And you saw like that flash scene where he went slow motion. Yeah, that was pretty. That was funny. dope. He looked at him like, and he's like, "What? You're faster?" Yeah, that's, that was that was cool. That was great, but just that whole idea. I was like, "Wait a minute! These are like gods and cyborgs going against each other, and nothing gets destroyed." I mean, it's, it's also also like not knowing your opponent. Eh. It's always the argument. Like, oh, I was I always just confused on that. I was like, I guess we're just gonna let this slide. But yeah. That was good. The ending was really nice. The Flash versus uh, the, oh, the classic so, Flash versus Superman race. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was that was nice. That was comic. That's a comic book. Old, very old comic book. Yeah, uh, it's not um, it's not a real comic book. It's more like a what if scenario yeah. comic books that got released. But anything you want to talk about, John? No, 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 no. I mean, I like where we're going right now. You want to keep going with the rape culture? Uh, <laughs> Speaking about rape culture, this is something I asked John, and I want to ask you, George. Uh. Let's say there's a guy in his 30s, right? And there's a young girl, 18 or 19. But the guy's, like, hitting on the girl. Not touching or, like, just flirting with her. When do you put the barrier and the stop on, like, flirting and hitting on younger people? Uh, I, I say, you like, to, like, judge that, you should be very good at um, judging body language. I know, but, like... Yeah, that's where I'm... Like, if, like if the girl is, like... You kind of see the girl like hesitating, uncomfortable. You then maybe you want to do something, but if the girl's going with it, then ah, she's a grown woman. She's eighteen. True. Like but, I, I literally can't her father. But like, it's more. It's not like that about like flirting. But this is what happened. I will give you this scenario. I overheard a conversation somewhere in public where some guy was like, "Oh, what do you think about so and so?" And the and the person was like, "Oh, isn't she like nineteen? Oh no, she." The person goes, "Oh, isn't she 18? And the guy goes. No, she's 19, but who cares, man? And I heard that. I was like, dude, stop. Stop right there. Do not say who cares after someone's saying an age to you. I don't know. That just creeped me out when I was just like, oh, boy. Yeah, that guy probably like listens to Tyler, the creator. Yeah, that's kind of where. Did he look 30? He, he looks pretty old. He I mean, because if I say, like, she's 19, it's okay. I'm 22. Yeah, yeah I, no, I get you. But this guy, like, looks pretty old. Then again, like, I was just out in public and I heard that. For a quick second, I was just kind of like, "Oh boy!" You heard he saw you saw his fish. Right? I saw, yeah, I had a like, good look on mm-hmm. profile. I was just like, oh, "Dude, don't have this conversation now in public. Say this, do this at home while listening to Tyler the Creator." <laughs> uh, what's another topic you want to talk about? The moon, the blood moon, blood moon, and Donald Trump State Union. I just find it funny how the blood, how the moon went red when our president talked in front of the union for the first time. Just a weird coincidence. I'm just saying. You should have like UFO. Or well, maybe those kind of those uh those events like that happen in space. They get they get uh they get like uh, they they notice that like years before. Now you yeah like years before like months before that that happens they say like oh this is gonna happen on this date. So I love Jonathan's analogy about NASA. Can you explain that again one more time? Um. Saying that those events that happen, those get announced. They're pre-recorded. Like, yeah, not they're pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, you just know when they come out. Like they're, they're Is the government still shut down? No, I don't think so. Did they? Are they up and running again? They they got through their bullshit. No, I have no idea. Who knows? Is that still a thing? I don't know. It's not. It hasn't been like trending around either. 
True, but I I can't keep up with this goddamn politics. I don't really. I don't. I don't really. I try to keep up with politics, man. It's just it's annoying. It's annoying. What are you, what are you looking there behind your laptop? You've been um, quiet ever since the rape conversation. What are you talking about? I've been in this conversation since the comic book conversation about Superman. George just farted. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk about um. I want to talk about um acting roles for specific people. Sure. Um. I was talking about Jason Momoa on how like he's a lot of hype right now. He's not a good actor. No. And I and I, I look up to him. But I'm not. He, he's not a good actor. When you, but John was saying, I'm sorry, John. John was saying. You have, sometimes you have to look for a certain role. Doesn't mean you have to act it. Like, well, yeah, what was his I agree. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Kyle Drogo. Did he really talk? Like, did you have to act? Like, no, he didn't talk. He, he he said like a few fake words here. Couple fake words. He had a, he had aggressive actions, which he, he looks like he could. Do. He raped his wife. Was he listening to Tyler the Creator? Jesus Christ. No, I just want to get down to this. <laughs> I, I'm not going to stop until I we figure this out. Like a button. Like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I just want to figure this out if Tyler Creator is the reason why all this rape thing is coming out. No, I don't think so. I mean, rape isn't going on since like... Since the dawn of time. Since since, since Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there was this picture I saw where it's like two Roman soldiers and then one guy... It's a stupid joke. I'm probably going to delete this. And the guy goes, what year is it? 50 BC? What's BC? Before Christ? Who's Christ? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> just a, it's it's so kind of like a... It's kind of like one of those things of... Yeah, true. Like, why would they write BC? Write it this out. This is you like, don't really yeah. have to... Brainstorm. I mean, like I said, you don't really have to... Like, if, you're, if you're an actor and you look the part, okay? You look the part as, you know, like... That guy is not going to change for anybody. You know what I mean? Well, when you audition for roles, people make you like yeah, but be like, hey, what I'm saying is what you're I'm going saying... to get bulky for this role. No, lose man, some he's, weight. he's always he's always. Do they tell that to not not Jason Momoa to actors in general? No, I know that. I know that. Look at Christian Bale. Like Christian Bale, I'm or sure. Or Chris maybe, Pratt. Who knows? Maybe yeah, Chris Pratt. That's the perfect example for Guardians of the Galaxy. He had to you know actually work out and go you know insane. But if you're looking at certain things like if you're looking at Jason Momoa or The Rock, for example, like nobody's going to approach Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa or The Rock to do a role. A dramatic role. Yeah. Like, well, that's why they're like comedy actors. What would you write to them? No one okay, take it. <laughs> you don't know, but it's, it's like an insider. Hello. Hello. No, you got a quote. Hello. Hello. Hello? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's easier if someone told me, hey, George, you have this this bad guy hench, head henchman look I want you but to you're, but your body form like your body like, like a big like a, but like, you're like the rock are you really going to tone down your weights and he, he's not cause he's so doesn't matter he's, he's, he's maybe such a big for, name maybe for Oscar you think he'll do it if like it's like a good role he doesn't, like, have, to, he doesn't have to like he, he doesn't he, have to he has a face for it he, he has the face and name. I mean, 50 Cent did it, right? For that movie that never mm-hmm. came out, where he lost, like, a lot of weight for his friend he who died right from back. cancer. Yeah, yeah, he gained it right back, like, crazy fast. I think it was fake. It could be. That good. guy was a stick. There's no way in hell that guy went. Like you said, like, oh, yeah, 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 you could be Jesus on my movie. I looked the part. You look it? I will just pay you. Like, it's an easy pay. You no, but it's not even just that. It's just the way you, your demeanor. Like, how you put yourself, like... Like if you're a, if you're a scary looking guy, you're gonna be you're gonna have a scary looking role, because it's a shortcut in reality. Yeah, and you're gonna but get paid for that. Also, that's um, what is it? Uh, when you get stuck to one certain role a lot, it's called um, 
casting typecast. That's when you get typecast. When you're just always going to play these certain characters. I mean, I'm surprised The Rock hasn't gotten typecast. Mm, yes and no, because he always has like simple cheesy lines. Like oh. that's like The Rock. Like The Rock is his cheesy lines from WWE. He still has those. Same and now John, lines and, and now John Cena's trying to do the same shit as The Rock. He's he, has no, to, he has the face. He, he has a, no, and he's doing more comedy here. movie. There was this trailer I saw where he's a dad and his daughter. Oh, okay. I saw like a prom movie concept called Cock Blocker or something like that. And he's playing like a white geeky dad. And but it's John Cena. The he's guy's, like super huge. Yeah, he's super like, huge. And the fact that he's playing like this white suburban father is like pretty fucking hilarious. He's from Boston. He's from Boston. Like Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Um I hate I, I hate how he's still doing the Transformer movies. <laughs> but stop. Just stop. Just stop, Mark. Just stop. What are you doing, Mark? Another hashtag. Just he's such stop, a great Mark. actor. I feel like he could do way more than just. Then just, just yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, so you're an, all right. Let's let's play pretend for a second. You're an actor, and an actor. you get a role. You are right, but it's for a shitty movie. But it's a good pay, like Transformers. Like, hey, people are going to bash on this. The script is bad, but you know it's going to be an easy hundred million dollars. Yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. But still, like, when do you just be like, just use a role for a paycheck? And then just keep doing it for the craft. I did not hit her. I did not. I didn't hit her. I, I haven't seen The Disaster Artist. Oh, yes. Nigga, you're crazy. I've seen I'm The crazy. Room, but I haven't seen The Disaster Artist. Please. How is The Room? Is The Room good? It's shit. But that's what makes it great. No, 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 no. Listen to me. It's shit. It's garbage. It's such a terrible movie. But when you watch it with friends, it's amazing. Because it's a whole theme and it's a whole play and party behind it. The first time I saw it, Adult Swim played it on TV without, <laughs> and if I remember correctly, without any commercials. So you just. So it's kind of like an Adult Swim troll. Yeah, like Adult Swim just played it and without any commercial break, like you just saw the whole movie. And I was just so out of. I couldn't understand what the fuck I just saw. And I was like, what? Is this for real? You know how Adult Swim always plays like weird, trippy shit? Yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't comprehend, like, fuck, man, like. Is this a real thing? Is this a real thing? Is this really going on? Is this a real movie? Here's something for you. When you watch a movie and there's like, I don't even want to say it. It's not a spoiler, but it's just funny to uh, to retrospect. Fuck it. When you watch the movie The Room, there's a character called Patrick or something like that. I don't fucking know. Point is, this actor comes in on one scene in the movie. He talks and has a few dialogue. And then towards the end of the movie, he talks again and stuff. But it's a completely different person. But they're playing as the same character. But they don't say shit. It's like, picture uh, George, who, for people who can't see him right now, he's like a bulky guy. Hair, kind of short, kind of long. Medium-sized hair, backwards. And he's a bulky guy, right? Mm -hmm. And he's in a movie. And then I replace him, a skinnier version of him, just longer hair. But we're playing the same character, but no one in the movie or, any, or in the audience questions it. Like, wait, what the fuck? That's what happened. That's how bad it is. And also, there's a bunch of uh, spoon pictures in the background. Spoon pictures? So when you watch it with your friends and you see a, 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 a picture frame with a spoon behind the camera or, like, behind the scenes, you throw a, you throw a spoon at the TV and you yell out spoon. Yeah, when you watch The Room, it's... It's a show. It's a it's a movie night. Everyone gets together. You have a few drinks. Make popcorn. Like 
you get comfortable and you have a great time. Okay, so now what you were describing, like a little bit louder. So what you were describing, like you didn't know what you were watching. First time going in blind, I have no idea what the fuck I saw. Okay, okay, okay. So you, you're watching it. You'd be like, "What the hell am I watching?" This, this, and that. Now think of watching uh, the pay per view for WWE and think about what people thought when they saw Ronda Rousey is going to be in the WWE. <laughs> I heard about that like a few months ago, right? You and I talked about that like she, a few she months was always, ago. Yeah, she always like teased at it, but they officially signed her. Here's my idea about it. Easy pay cut, right? Just like these actors making these shitty movies. Like, Vince McMahon came up to her. Hey, look. It's fake. You're not going to get hit. You're probably going to win a lot of your matches. Because you still have that image of the badass person you were in UFC. Mm-hmm. And Brock Lesnar was probably like, yeah, bro. You just have to do this a few times. It's a lot of travel, most likely. Like, it's nonstop. No, no. And the most likely nothing. It's a lot of travel. It's traveling, period. You're it's a circus. A travel. It's, a, it's bodybuilders who are doing circus that's exactly what wwe is Mm -hmm. and she's probably like fuck it man i need a paycheck because she got her ass what that's the thing a lot of people are she got her ass whooped so hard that she had to go into fake fighting that's that's the thing a lot of people are, are, are giving her shit about it and it's because you know oh she's not a true fighter this this and that it's like you have to put it into perspective like man she got her ass beat it's exactly what you're saying she got her ass whooped she couldn't eat an apple yeah. You know that? So, so what you got to think of is, man, you know, the mental fortitude, like, you know, yeah, she probably doesn't have it. She's probably not all there, but she got her ass beat. She was at the top of her sport. And the fact that she was on the top of her sport kind of says it like, you know, if, if, like, think of like Derrick Rose, for example. Like, Derrick Rose was at the top of his sport. And now he's not. Now he's literally playing like second fiddle. He, he's he's a backup to a backup, right? Because he's injury it. prone. Yeah, yeah. But it, the same can be said for her. Like she was at the top of her sport. She went. She was at the legit top of her sport, and she was a fucking EA Sports cover for UFC next to Conor McGregor. Because they're both on top of their game, but the difference between Conor and Ron and Rousey is. Connor is still in the UFC kicking ass. I mean, he had that whole Floyd scenario, which was great. Yeah, but, but yeah, but but that's the thing. That's where it goes into the to the whole concept of having that mental fortitude. She did, uh, she doesn't have it. Cuz if she would have had it, she would have came back and said, "Hey, you know, maybe I'll try it again like afterwards." And she didn't. I mean, she got her ass beat, but then the whole mental fortitude is the fact that maybe she goes back into it and she didn't. She went to WWE. So like with Connor, it's like, yo, Connor lost once. He thought that he could win again, and, and he, he went back beating, against and Nate Diaz, and he whooped and that he ass. Ended, yeah, he ended up beating him. Now, for Ronda, it's the kind of thing where, you know, she has that out. She already got her ass whooped. Like, why wouldn't she? True. I don't know. It's pretty funny. And Rey Mysterio came back. Rey Mysterio came back as well. Uh, but besides that, I don't think. Who won the Royal Rumble? Um, Wasn't it... Uh, Shinsei Nakamura, if I'm not mistaken. Who? Shinsei Nakamura. No, I heard you, but I have no idea who that is. Yeah, yeah. Is he Shinsei, raw? Shinsei Nakamura is pretty dope, man. Wait, if I, if I see a picture, maybe I'll, I'll recognize him. No, I don't think you'll recognize him. He's new, he's new. He's, he's Well, he's not new. He's been in the wrestling... I stopped watching, years. like, last year, around this time. He, um, he was pretty good. I mean, he... Uh, 
Should say he's been around for a while. Um, one of his best matches ever has been with uh, uh, against AJ Styles, which, bro, like that was. AJ's pretty raw. That's up there. Uh, I I like AJ. I like AJ a lot. If if like honestly, I I really do like AJ. Like, he's re- I liked him better in TNA. Like one of the, like yeah, his but TNA is not that good. No, I mean TNA wasn't good at all. Like I don't think so, but I, I still think that Shinsei Nakamura uh, versus like a classic AJ Styles, like that was awesome. Is Kurt Angle still a Raw manager? I think so. Jonathan yeah. Coach is coming back, right? Yeah, I told you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I think Kurt. Yeah, Kurt Angle's still in there. I, I try to catch it every now and then. I just haven't been able to keep up. Here's one thing that uh, I wanna. Just wrap things up for a second. How come no one from the WWE came out with sexual allegations? People there are like literally close to being butt ass naked, and no one's getting raped. No one's getting uh, masturbated in front of. That's just good on you, WWE. Yeah, I mean, come on. But Not everybody. The, but everyone takes steroids and kills their family. Well, yeah. So with yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah. So with that in mind, you guys want to plug anything in? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sad what we talked about. Uh, no, I meant as in where people could find you, your Twitter handles. Oh, oh uh, well, uh, you could find me on Twitter by the handle of uh, Hello Jonathan. And you can find me on Instagram. Sorry, there's a long pause. Uh, you, Instagram, George Alvarado with Twitter scrolls. That's me. You can find me on Snapchat and... Um, Actually, no, I don't want to wrap up yet. I have something I want to talk about. I'm just doing vegetarian diet tomorrow. You're starting? Yeah, I'm starting it tomorrow. Why okay. starting it on a Thursday? Because I said I'm going to start in February, and February starts tomorrow. On a I'm doing okay, okay. the first month. Yeah, okay. exactly. So in February, I'm starting my vegetarian diet. I'm pretty excited for it. You should have. There's a lot of bad, like, like bad, um, <sighs> whatever. Red meat's really bad. Oh, yeah. Excessive. Excessive red, red meat, yeah. yeah. And then there's, you saw, like, that little video that they cut out can- parts of cancer in red yeah. meat and still sell it. Um, fucking, why do you think, like, these 12-year-old boys getting, like, man titties? Because they're eating burgers and all the steroids and the GMOs are in it. Don't get me wrong. I love chicken and cows and pork. Well, I eat chicken still. I, just, I cut down the red meat. Yeah, I cut down the red meat a long time ago. But I love chicken. I love meat. But it's just one of those things where I just want to try out a new thing in 2018 and just improve. I'm starting that, and I'm also starting uh, the minimalism no, lifestyle. Sorry. Yeah, explain. Uh, essentially, it's like um, you clean out a lot of your closet, throwing out a lot of uh, excess- uh, unnecessary things that you think that you don't need. Anything that you don't use in your room or your car or whatever, more than three months, just throw it away. So, okay. Yeah. It's really cool. Anything it's called that. the minimalism lifestyle. So I'm starting. What that. made you? What made you want to do that? Cause I, you know, you guys saw me transform and losing a lot of weight. So a lot of shit don't fit me because they just feel like parachutes on me. And I was just like, man, I need to give this away to Goodwill or Plato's Closet, something. And I came across a, this documentary on Netflix called Minimalism. And I looked into it, I saw it, it was really good, and it's just this lifestyle that people consume where they just literally, if they want to leave on a trip tomorrow, they'll pack up their five t-shirts and that's it, (laughs) you know? So I just want to do it around my house, see what I don't need, 
and just start throwing away shit and start living more minimal than excessive things. And another thing that made me want to do it is I helped a friend move this weekend. Mm-hmm. Bro, the amount of boxes and the, mail, and the amount of shit that we just threw away consistently back and back and forth. Because just shit that his family was like, oh yeah, we're going to use it, but it's sitting in his garage for like years and years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just shit like that where you just don't need anything. And just only use the essentials. So, how minimal are you going to be? Like, how minimal are we talking here? I don't know yet. Because I'm still in the process of throwing everything out. You know? Okay. But if we're going... Uh, how minimal? Uh, pretty, pretty minimal. Because, I mean, if you're looking at nim- uh, minimal, you got to, like... You gotta like you gotta strip down to the basics. Yeah, exactly. That's you that's what, like, that's you, how far like, I'm going. You just need a bed and a window, like pretty much. I wouldn't say a bed and a window, but I mean you know, like a bed, a window, um, like an everyday like on Monday shirt, Tuesday shirt, or t- Thursday for the gym if you want to say like gym. Yeah, yeah, like you can like get rid of essentially things. something like that. Like it it will probably look like I don't have a washer and a dryer, <laughs> just wearing the same clothes over and over. I mean, we kind of do that already with a closet full of it. You know, you kind of, you're like, oh, this is my favorite shirt, so you put it on. Or like, these jeans always look good on me, so you put them on. So it's just shit like that. And also, shoes are easy, because all I do is either wear Converse, Vans, or sandals. So that part is easy. I feel like you should expand a little more, man. Like, it's okay to, you know, spend money on yourself. No, it's nothing about spending money and like, it's just trying something out. Yeah, trying yeah, something like, else, something stepping out. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. doing. Yeah, like for the me, minimal. No, 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 no. But I'm saying like you should like. Not, I'm not saying to to just like like I'm saying like go on with the minimalism. Uh, minimalism, I guess. Go on with that. But I'm saying like just buy some new shoes, bro. Like stop wearing Converse and just sandals. They're comfortable. That's all I gotta say. If they're comfortable, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's true. All right. So I guess it's time to wrap up. It was just like a little self-promotion that I just want to talk about, see what you guys thought about. Uh, so anywhere you guys want to plug in, where people could reach you at? Um, you can find me on Twitter, hello Jonathan, and you can also find me on Instagram, uh, Jonathan Anthony. Oh, you can find me on Instagram, George Alvarado, with two underscores at the end, and that's pretty much it. Uh, you can find me on Snapchat, Yaliel Perez. Um, and you can find us on Instagram. Hopefully Jonathan will be on top of his shit this time and fix about the social media aspect. And you can find us on Instagram, Inner Thoughts Podcast. Um, maybe we'll do a Facebook page for my podcast and John's podcast. Maybe we'll do more. But uh, until then, thank you for listening and taking your time. Hope you guys enjoyed that. <clears throat> rough 15 minutes of us just yelling at each other (laughs) and uh so yeah ciao peace all right guys thank you that's another episode this week we'll catch you next week on every friday make sure you catch John's podcast that I'm also on. So is George. It's called Culture and Colada. We talk more in depth about Miami and sports. This show is more just laid back, have fun with it. Uh, anything you guys want to plug in before we wrap up? Culture and Coladas, check it out. It comes out every Friday. George, what about you? My name is Jeff. 
you can find me on Snapchat, Yadiel Perez. Uh, you can find Jonathan at Twitter and Hello Jonathan. Your Instagram name is uh, Jonathan Anthony. Jonathan Anthony George. Where can we find you? Instagram George Alvarado. And also, you, also you can find us just on uh, either on Inner Thoughts podcast page or Culture and Colada Instagram page. That you'll find all our info there. So thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed uh, this week's episode. And uh, ciao.